Welcome back to Mysteries. Welcome back to Memories. Thank you for joining me and thanks for coming back to listen to the story of the missing Shane children. Today's episode will continue on where we left off last time with a junkyard dog and two hopeful children. Obviously, the dog was not loved or wanted. Anna was sure it would be an easy thing. Money. Money never fails in situations like these. Money always talks. The kids were excited and happy and could barely get their breakfast down. But it was hush-hush, their mama said. Anna parked her car outside the gate just after 8 a.m. that morning. To say that the owner of the junkyard establishment was displeased to see Anna from his front porch, along with her children waiting at his front gate, would be grossly understated. The man's arrogance was written all over his face, and with him on one side and her on the other, it could be called a Mexican standoff. But Anna stood tall. She stood tall and she stood strong, not backing down. Good morning, she said cheerfully, but his eyes were cruel. I told those brats of yours to never come back. Oh, did you, she said? Yes, I understand that they caused you trouble yesterday. They did, they got my dog going and I don't have an ax to grind with you, but it's your kids that caused the trouble. Well, that's why I'm here. Oh, yeah? Yes, of course, to apologize. Well, go ahead then. Jimmy, Sally, come here. His eyes looked her up and down and took in all of her curves. And he just, he was just so disgusting with his sliminess that Anna just continued on. The children walked up to the fence very guiltily and hatred was showing on their faces. They were feeling burned by their mother's betrayal. They didn't look at the dog that was pulling on his change and they didn't look at the man. Sorry, they said in unison. I hope this helps, Anna said to him. Oh, excuse me, before I forget. The man neither acknowledged her or the kids and turned abruptly away and walked back up the dirt trail to the shack. Along the walk, he seized the chain holding the dog and gave it a pull. Lay down, he growled. If she thought it would be a heartwarming moment, she was sadly disappointed. The three of them got back into the car. Jimmy sat alongside his mother and Sally sat in the back seat. It was parked alongside the fence. They just sat in silence. They all sat in silence, staring at the black dog. Mama, are we leaving? Jimmy asked. Sally began to suck her thumb and curled up in the little ball on the back seat. I'm tired, she said, hungry, and it was mumbled. Children, I want to explain something to you. That is not the dog for us. He's not healthy. 
He's he's massive. He he's far too big. The pain hidden in her heart was coming through in her voice as Anna gave the children all the reasons why they couldn't help this junkyard dog or save him. Still they sat, staring out the window at the dog. Stay here, she said. Whatever happens, don't get out of this car. Do you both understand me? Yes. Yes, Mama. Anna got out of the car and walked back to the gate of the junkyard. She opened it and she stepped inside. Forbidden to come back to this place, she started towards the shack. An unexplained force was driving her. This was insane, dangerous, foolish even. And suddenly the darkness that stormed out of the shack was coming right for her, right at her. She straightened up her spine and she stood tall. The darkness approached her fast and furiously. And then the enormous man stood just before her, his jaw dropping as he stared her down. You're trespassing! And I could shoot you for that. Feeling brazen, Anna said, I I want to buy your dog. No. Fearlessly, she said, I want to buy your dog. Name your price. No. At the same time, they both turned to look at the black dog that was staring back at them. The heart of Anna and the heart of the junkyard dog were beating in unity, their minds silently communicating, both sensing immediate danger. They call moments such as these mystical. Screw you! Get off my property and don't come back. You haven't even heard my price. I don't care about your money. Now beat it. And take your sniveling kids with you and I told you before, don't ever come back. He turned his back away. All the years of the battling and the beatings and the anger made her blow up at him. And it was stupid. It was foolish. You money-grubbing son of a bitch! I want to buy your dog and I'll give you $50 for him. He violently grabbed her and he shoved her towards the gate. She was no match for his brutal shove and she fell to the ground. Oh, go raise hell somewhere else, you stupid bitch. Fear suddenly came over her. Her knee was wounded and bleeding, but her thoughts turned to the children. What would happen to them if... If, if he, he did something terrible, what, what happened to them if, if he killed her? Anna raised herself up, brushed the dirt from her dress, and looking like a coward, walked back towards the car. The other side of fear, she thought, is courage. Courage. The courage that permits someone to face extreme danger without fear. Courageous people believe in themselves. They know who they are. They know what they stand for. Their values. They recognize their capabilities. 
They're confident in meeting the challenges that lie before them. Courage, she told herself. Courage is what Anna Shane and the Shane children had had taken them. From every blow, every put down, every hope. Suddenly, Anna was feeling the fear, and yet she chose courage. She stared into his eyes. She had the courage and the intuition to follow her heart on the dog. Anna turned and walked away. She turned and walked away from the dog, from the stupid junkyard, and from the chance of death. Some people can start fires just by the way they feel.